0: Thanks for joining us today as you listen to a portion of a message recorded at Vine Life Church in Boulder, Colorado. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can visit us online at www.vinelife.com. Hey, one more thing before I share today. This is a day that I feel just great honor uh, to have Alan and Linda Algram here from Rocky Mountain Church. He was going to hide out, and I said, No way. I don't want it. No way. I, it's it's a great great privilege. Alan and his wife have been leading a mystery for twenty eight years <laughs> at Rocky Mountain. Uh, so he he was going to sit in the back and hide out, but I'm just doing the opposite. So I'll I'll uh, I'll pay the price later, but. Uh, since I've got him on the spot, if I could just ask Alan and Linda to stand, so you can see them. Would you, would you stand? I'd like the church to see and and make it. Yeah. Come on, let's let's honor them for what they've done. In. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I consider Alan a friend, and uh, what a privilege to have him here today. It's just a great joy. <laughs> it's an honor. Um, all right. I, I, I brought a message a couple of weeks ago before I left. And uh, as I left, uh, you know, you have time to think in, uh, when you're driving uh, to Indiana, too much time to say something. But the Lord began to impress on me that he said, hey, that was not just a message. That is something I want you to focus on. That is a living, present word for vine life. And I want you to go back to it, and I want you to talk about it and expand it. And I'm trusting that uh, that we will have ears to hear as a church what the Lord is saying to us as, as I share this with you. So we have ears to hear the Lord, right? Yes. All right, so this is not just a message. This is, this is something that the Lord is speaking to us about uh, a, a lifestyle change with Him and how we relate to Him. So uh, so this, this is where I want to start. Um, don't raise your hand on us. But do any of you have areas of your life where there's negativity? Now you know why I said don't raise your hand. Negative circumstances, negative relationships, things that you're really not enjoying very much. And if it could go away, you would really like it to go away. Or if they would go away, you would like them to go away. Just kidding. Not really. Uh, you understand what I'm saying here. We probably all could raise our hand. There's some things that are going on we don't like too well in our life. It's, it's kind of negative. And what do you do about that? What do you do with it? How do you deal with it? I'm going to take you to a place to show that Jesus came to deal with with the darkness and the negativity of our life. And we want to talk about how we turn that around. Would you like to know how to turn that around? So let's go to Matthew 4, verse 10. And I'm going to actually, let me just kind of set the background for where we're talking. Jesus was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Empowered by the Spirit and led by the Spirit into the wilderness and he was tempted. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Then Satan came to him to tempt him. And so he was dealing with spiritual warfare, as you can tell. Now, the the way he dealt with it is through fasting. There's a weakening of our uh, physical bodies, but there's a strengthening of our spirit. And when he spoke to Satan, he used the word of God. There is power in the word of God. When he when his word is spoken, there is power to perform that which he speaks. And that's what Jesus did. And that's where we're going to pick up right here. Uh, In verse ten, Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. There's the release of God's word. Then the devil left him. There's a clue how to get rid of the enemy. Speak God's word. And behold, angels came and began to minister to him. Thank you, God, for your angels that minister to us. After we've been through a lot, some of you are going through things right now. And I would just tell you, may the, may the angels of God minister to you in your circumstances. There's nothing like knowing his presence is there. He's going before you. He's bringing comfort. He's helping you. He's strengthening you. That's what Jesus experienced right here after he went through a difficult time. And if you're going through a difficult time, I'm just speaking that to you right now. (laughs) God would release the angels of God to bring ministry to you. Notice here, now as we go on, that Jesus was ministered to, and then that's what released him to do ministry himself. And I'm going to talk about some of that next week. See, you can't give away what you don't have. So this has to be more than just head knowledge. This has to be something that you have in your spirit. That that when you have it in you, then you're able to, when you speak God's word, you're able to release the power of God into somebody else's life. And so it says that Jesus then, in verse 17, he began to preach after that. He began to do ministry after he had been ministered to. That's why it's important that you receive ministry and open to the ministry of the Holy Spirit and the angels of God. And then you are positioned to give it away, to minister to others. And that's our goal, is that we give away what He gives us, the kingdoms expressed through us. Now, I want to back up, and it says here in verse 14 that Jesus withdrew... uh, Verse 12, I have to back up there. Now, when he heard that John, John the Baptist, had been taken into custody, Jesus withdrew into Galilee. And this was to fulfill, verse 14, what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, saying, the land of Zebulun, the land of Nathalie, by the way the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. Now, here's what I'm, what I'm talking about. The people, verse 16, who were sitting in what? Darkness. Darkness. Negative. Would you call that Negative. They were sitting in darkness. They saw a great light. Jesus. The land and the shadow of death upon them. I can't can't read today. I've been off for two weeks. Start again. And to those who were sitting in the land and the shadow of death upon them, a great light dawned. See, in the negativity, in the darkness that we experience in our life, Jesus has come to shine the light of the revelation of the Father's love and grace and mercy and forgiveness into our hearts completely. Now, our circumstances may not change, but, but what's in us will change. And I, I don't know if you're like me, but I tend to try to deal with things uh, in the natural first. It's not very smart. You you get into, you know, so you've got a negative circumstance, so you try to do things to change that circumstance. Anybody here ever try to do that? Yeah? Yeah. It's called things like manipulation and control. You can get angry. You can feel sorry for yourself. Self-pity. You can do that. I mean... Uh, It doesn't work too good, but we try it. Depression, anger, you know, we all these things are we're trying to deal with negative situations and circumstances. Just and Jesus is coming with a message to people who are in negative places in darkness, even in the shadow of death. And he's coming to shine the light of God into their heart. And he tells them how that can happen. I call this message accessing the kingdom. For what he says is, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, Menanoia, the word means change the way you think and change your action accordingly. It's not just get on your face and cry. But change the way you think and the way you act. And Jesus is saying, Look, if you're in negative circumstances, in darkness, and you're you're challenged, that, you know, the way you deal with it is change your perspective. That's what he's saying. Change your perspective on the whole thing. And if you'll change your perspective, light will come. That's how you do it. Now it's it's so important that we learn how to do this in a moment's notice news comes our way it's a phone call it's a conversation it's something in the mail like a bill or whatever you know and right then in that instant you have you you just are thrown into this negative place and jesus is saying in that moment he says the kingdom of heaven is at hand that means it's right here it's in this It's in another dimension, but it's right here and can be pulled right into your your life. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So while the kingdom of heaven uh, is not out of reach, it can be out of sight. Your natural eyes won't see it. It's a spiritual dimension that you have to access To bring the kingdom. What is the kingdom? We're told in Romans, it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So if you change your perspective, you can draw from the kingdom in that moment into your heart, into your life. You can draw another dimension, righteousness, which is right relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ. He's forgiven us of our sins. You can have this confidence, I am in right relationship with the Father. I'm a son, I'm a daughter, and my inheritance is peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So this dimension of moving in the Spirit is is a choice that we have to make by changing our perspective. Now let me give you a story about changing perspective. Hopefully that will help us this settle in. Uh, when I was with my family, I was with my brother, and he's quite a gardener. Uh, he uh, is one of those guys that everybody comes to see his backyard because it's just amazing. He has a fish pond and all these plants, and you know, he's, he's just the primo gardener. And he's uh, got ch- trees in there, and he, one of them is a cherry tree. Now, my brother has a thing with cherry trees. He likes them so well that he gave my sister a cherry tree when she got married. And he thought she would love it, but she hates it <laughs> because she has to pick cherries <laughs> and she 's when we visit her she 's complained about that cherry tree more times you know I got cherries all over i 'm supposed to pick these cherries. thank you, brother, for that gift you know that 's kind of where she is well my brother he likes cherry trees, so he 's picking his he 's picking his cherries and so as he was Picking his cherries, he it was up on the ladder, and he started to pick the cherry. And he went, "I'm not enjoying this." He said, "I just, I just discovered I didn't really like picking cherries, and now he understood what my sister was complaining about. It's no fun to pick cherries." So he said, "I'm, I have to look at this differently." So what he did. And for those of you who can't tell from the back, this is a cherry. So what he did is he backed up and he said, I'm not enjoying this. I don't like doing this. So he decided to just take one cherry and pick it, and he pulled it down, and he said he just spent time looking at the beauty of that cherry. I would never think of this, I'm telling you. So he He's looking at the beauty of this cherry. (laughs) That explains my brother. That's the way he thinks. And he's just thinking, what a beautiful cherry. God made this cherry. And there's all these beautiful, beautiful cherries. So he's just spending time looking at the beauty of these cherries. And then it occurred to him, he said, I I know, I'm just going to eat one. Mmm pretty good. David, tell me if that's... (laughs) Tell me if that's good. Try it. Huh? Now, it's different than when I talk about a cherry, than when you taste a cherry, isn't it? So he started looking at the beauty of it, then he started tasting it. Now, he's got all these cherries on the tree. And of course, the way I'm wired is, how quickly can I get those cherries picked so I can go on and do something else? Anybody... Ever done that? Yeah. I'm not enjoying this, but I'm going to get it over as quickly as possible. But he didn't do that. He stepped back and he changed his perspective by enjoying that one cherry. And he said he had the best time picking the rest of those cherries. That's because he wasn't picking cherries. He was gathering fruit to enjoy for the future. You have to change your perspective. And that's what Jesus is saying. He said, if, you know, in the negativity that you're facing, you have to step back and repent. You've got to change the way you're thinking about that which you're not enjoying, that which seems unpleasant to you, that which seems really negative to you. You have to step back and ask God what he wants to show you and what he wants to do in that situation. He may or may not change your circumstances. But if you have his perspective, then you have strength in your circumstances. You have joy in your circumstances. You have peace. I call it, I don't know if this is right. I didn't take the time to look up in a dictionary. But as I was pondering this, I just said, What you have is non-circumstantial joy. Non-circumstantial peace. That's what the kingdom of heaven is. And that's what belongs to us as sons and daughters of our Father in heaven. When we learn to live life from a different perspective, from the perspective of the Father, what the Father's doing from heaven, we will change our families. We, I mean, we'll change our environments. We will change the church. We'll change as the disciples did to change the world. That's what our team did in Brazil. All these healings and deliverances and salvations. And, you know, people were sitting in darkness. There in those meetings, and our team brought the great light of the revelation of Jesus Christ. And they're thinking about the Father differently now. And they're experiencing the Father's joy and the Father's peace. That's what's available to all of us. For some years, I want to close with this. For some years, oh, I don't know, a couple. Uh, I keep getting drawn back to Isaiah 12. It says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. You see, negative situations and circumstances cause us to be afraid and to lose our trust in God. And, you know, the question that's in our mind, is God really there? Am I on my own? I mean, that's what we wrestle with. Am I really on my own or is He there? This says... I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and my song. You, you can't get there without experiencing Him and knowing Him. If if you're living out of a head knowledge in your relationship with Christ, you can't get there when, when things get difficult, when the circumstances are really negative. You can't get there. The only way you can get there is by accessing the kingdom by the power of the Spirit of God. As the Word of God is released to you, when, when the Lord releases His Word to you and His Word dwells within you, the power of His Word comes through and the Spirit of God reminds you of that Word and empowers you in that Word. And you, He becomes your strength and your song. Now, here's the part I like. This is the last part. Therefore, you will joyously draw water from the springs of salvation. So when you have negative circumstances, negative situations, when it's overwhelming to you, it's time to change the way you think and change your perspective. If you'll change your perspective in the midst of that difficult place, you can joyously draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Non-circumstantial joy and peace you just draw into your heart. It's, things are flying all around but in here peace and joy because of access to the kingdom and he said you get to do that joyously you're going to do it joyous. it's going to be fun so that negative stuff is a prompting For you to have joy drawn right into your heart. See, we have to learn to do that like that. Right? In a moment. In a moment's notice. On a ladder, on a tree, picking cherries, saying, I'm not enjoying this. And you step back and you get a different perspective. Would you bow your heads? Some of you today are sitting here with negative places in your heart. Disappointment, discouragement. Maybe you've been... Actually, there are those around you who have discouraged you. They've said negative things. Some of us have really struggled with our own negative self-talk. We talk to ourselves and what comes out as just negative. We're we're struggling trusting and believing. But this morning is a morning for that to shift and for that to change. It's time to repent. Think about it differently. Get a new perspective. What is the Father doing? And if you're in that place, I want to pray for you this morning as we close this service. I want to pray. And, and ask the Father to release to you light where you're sitting in darkness let his light come into your heart let the revelation of what he's doing come to you let non-circumstantial joy and peace be released into those places that just seem to be so difficult you're overwhelmed by it, maybe even angry by it. You can start, as we're praying, before I pray for you, you can start by asking the Father to forgive you for trying to work it out on your own, forgiving for any manipulation you've been at, at work, at, any um, even your fears and stuff. Father, forgive me. I, I've been treating this like I'm on my own been living like an orphan not like your child so just ask his forgiveness in your own words in your own way for in any way you've been trying to do this in your own strength for the Lord wants to become your strength he wants to become your strength and your soul he wants to be your salvation he wants you to be able to access a power of his presence that will bring peace and joy into your life so as you've asked his forgiveness I want to pray for you now Father it's at moments like this when I begin to pray that I get in touch with how much you love us we often live life without this awareness of just how deeply deeply care about us and we let the circumstances speak louder to us than the truth of your word so as we move into this place of repenting I pray now that the spirit of the Lord will bring a a shift of our perspective of our circumstances and that thing or those things that are negative to us right now We submit them to you and bring them to you. And we ask, Lord, that at this moment, by the Spirit of God, we can access these wells of salvation. We can joyously right now draw from them and receive your peace and your joy and the awareness that your love is so great it will cover all of this for us. And we can live life from this place in relationship with you. That brings real joy and real peace. So I pray a release of this word over this church. And it is more than just a sermon, but it becomes a way we live. A lifestyle of accessing the kingdom. Thank you, Lord. Remind us Remind us every time, Holy Spirit, that we're tempted to try it on our own and just push through things that we don't enjoy and just try to somehow move past it and and, and just struggle on our own. Lord, remind us by your Holy Spirit to just access you and draw from you that our perspective gets changed in that moment. Help us. Help us, Lord. Now, As we're continuing to pray, I feel prompted to do, as you just remain in prayer, to do something that I did in first service. And I I was really astounded at the courage that people demonstrated by standing on this prayer request. There was numerous people who stood. But the the humility that accompanied them, uh, I know for certain, is going to bring great freedom to them. But this is what the prompting that I got from the Lord is that some of you have had negative circumstance after negative circumstance in such a sequential order that you have now gotten to the place where you don't expect good to happen at all. When we say God is good, there's something in you that says, I, yeah, I know that's supposed to be true, but all I'm seeing is some negative thing after another. And I'm really not in a place of positive faith it's negative faith because it's been so I've been hammered and hit with these negative things over and over I'm in a place where I'm bound and I, I don't believe that it can turn for good if that's you I want to pray for you and see you released from that and so if, if that's you just while our heads are bowed just stand right where you are you want to be free from this thing that just has pounded you has left you in a, a negative place and you need freedom. Anybody else before we? Okay, the Lord's going to reward this humility. He's, he's starting to do it right now. Some of you are starting to feel freedom right now. It's breaking off of you right now. What has been negative to you uh, is breaking. You're you're starting to feel the freedom right now. This thing is coming off. Oh, yes. Okay, church, now, now, if there's somebody standing around you, would you put your hand on their shoulder right now? disagree with me we're breaking chains we're breaking chains that have hold them into negative places we're breaking the chains right now in Jesus name Jesus came to set the captive free he said bless them now bless them for freedom bless them for freedom and then bless them with faith a faith a faith that will overcome whatever they're facing, whatever's challenged them, whatever's got them bound, but a faith in the Father's love and goodness, a faith in the Father's uh, care for them, where they're going to joyously draw water from these wells of salvation. We speak salvation to you in Jesus' name. You're free. In Jesus' name. The Lord is your strength. The Lord is your song. The Lord is your salvation. That's who he is. He's your strength. He's your strength. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him for his strength. Thank him. Thank him. You're getting free right now praise you Lord thank you for your love thank you for your love Lord thank you for your love wow (laughs) depression we call out depression and we break the power of depression in your life in Jesus name we free you from a spirit of depression we set you free We release you into joy. We release you into joy. Just receive his joy. You don't have to feel sorry for yourself anymore. You have a father who has sent his spirit. He sent his son and he sent his spirit. And now you're free. Now you can draw from the wells of salvation. Just feel his peace. Don't you feel his peace? It's wild. His peace is here. His presence is on you. Just thank him. We're gonna close. Just thank him. Thank him. Praise the Lord. Thank you for praying for those around you. Thank you so much for doing that. Wow. I've got a few more cherries. I could stay a little bit longer. I'm just having such a good time in the Lord's presence. I'm just. life. Jesus is our life. He's our life. Yeah. Oh, Oh, wow. You're a good bunch to talk to. Wow. Okay. I know I'm messing around, but I'm enjoying the Lord's presence here. And so,